lovely dirt bags. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say hello, my lovers. Ow! I just hit myself in the tooth <laughs> with the microphone. That's why you need the little uh, sock thing. I don't like that thing though. It's but your microphone looks so old school. It makes me feel like Pat Sajak. <laughs> yeah, it looks like <laughs> it looks like uh like a nineteen fifties like uh, game show host. That's exactly right. Okay. That's exactly what I feel like. Well, good. Great. Welcome to Teenage Dirtbags Podcast. We're a podcast that rates and reviews teen movies, and we relate them to our own teenage lives. And my name is Maddie. My name is Carly Jacqueline Smale. Oh, pardon <laughs> me. Okay. So for anyone that wants to stalk me, you've got it. Although my middle name is spelled weird, so maybe you won't. So good luck to you. Good luck to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, your first name is also spelled weird. Is it? Oh, I guess there's an E in there. Sh- where though who knows it's it's silent nope. at the beginning <laughs> <laughs> i welcome to another episode of our fun little thing and i have a couple prefacing things the first i want to say i just realized welcome to a bunch of new people because we had hetty clark on last week oh. and she got us some new listeners so welcome to this train wreck <laughs> So thank you for listening. And I also want to apologize on my behalf for last week with Hetty because we, for the first time, recorded on my computer and I edited for the first time and I didn't know what the hell I was doing. So the audio was really horrible. So thank you for getting through that episode and then continuing to listen. I appreciate it. I will do better in the future, I promise. Yeah, I know. It was, you know, it was, it had sound issues, but it was good good overall it was a great content it was just the the audio wasn't yeah. that great but right. that's okay well that's all right thank you for appreciating or er, for supporting me you know we're not uh wtf or the joe rogan experience here Bye. maybe someday uh, yeah maybe someday that'd be great so anyway any anything to preface on your end well thanksgiving is coming up but by the time this episode comes out thanksgiving will have been last weekend Canadian Thanksgiving. Canadian Thanksgiving, correct. I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited to eat more pie. I'm, um, no, I don't need the pie. I'm very excited for stuffing, though. I better get stuffing. I, I better get knew stuffed you were with say stuffing. That. I freaking love stuffing. Stuffed up with stuffing. I really, really love it. It's and, good. And you know what's weird is, I mean, this is not that weird. It's a stupid story, but I'm going to tell it anyway. I used to strongly dislike stuffing. Like, when I was a kid, I did not understand the concept. I was like, this was up a bird. Like, I don't need this in my life. Yeah. And then just one one Christmas or Thanksgiving or something, I realized, wait a second, this is spiced bread. It's delicious. It's And it's like crisp, like, depending on the kind. And my mom always makes two different ones. Oh. She makes one that actually, I know, right? She actually makes one that was in the chicken or the chicken, the turkey. And then one that was just like a stove, Mm -hmm. not stovetop, like the brand, but like she made it. And she always makes enough because she knows I would want some to bring home after. Well, I don't mean to make you seem basic. Oh, it's okay. But I think everyone has that same story when it comes to stuffing. Okay. I have the same story. At first, I was like, what is this? It looks disgusting. It's so slimy. Not slimy, but just kind of like, what? It does look gross. It is. But then <laughs> you grow into it, and you're like, this is amazing. It's so good. And leftovers, my favorite food in the world is leftovers. Any well, leftover. I disagree. <laughs> well, that's okay. 
I love leftovers. It make there's nothing that makes me as happy in the world when there's leftovers. So right now, Maddie current like in the podcast what you're listening to on the thursday is probably enjoying some really good thanksgiving leftovers and current maddie who is currently recording is very excited to be present maddie that you're going to be knowing on the thursday that this comes out i'm confused (laughs) (laughs) okay let's get into this week's episode please i am so excited about this episode this is one of my favorite movies one of the best teen movies out there in my opinion okay yeah mm-hmm. um we reviewed the first scream mm-hmm. and we did. uh yeah i'll get into the facts so this premiered december 20th 1996 right so that face you're making let me explain i for the listeners i made a face yes um the i guess director producers whatever they decided because horror fans don't have anything to watch in theaters during Christmas time that they would put Scream in during Christmas. And at first it kind of bombed. It only made like six million opening weekend. But then word of mouth like spread quick and then it made like a hundred million. Ooh! so it worked out for them. Good for you, team. Well done. Um, It's rated R and directed by Wes Craven. It's written by Kevin Williamson and it's starring Nev Campbell, Courtney Cox, David Arquette, Skeet Ulrich, Rose McGowan, Matthew Lillard, Jamie Kennedy. There are a lot of people in this movie. <laughs> um, the logline is, a year after the murder of her mother, a teenage girl is terrorized by a new killer who targets the girl and her friends by using horror films as part of a deadly game. Okay. I guess that's, I mean, it's not wrong. But it's, I wouldn't. I would say it's right. I wouldn't say it's right. <laughs> you wouldn't? Why? But I wouldn't say it's wrong. Why would you, didn't you say it's right? Well, I wouldn't say it's a deadly game. Like, that makes it sound like it was truth or dare gone wrong. Well, the the killers are playing a game. Within them. Yeah, between the three or two or maybe uh, two Spoiler of them. alert. <laughs> anyway. And it's quite deadly, this game. It is deadly <laughs> multiple times, but it just it's a game between two people. I don't think that's a game. Well, I guess you maybe you're okay. Maybe it's not a game for the right. freaking people being murdered, is it? Well, it's really not a game for them. But right. it's it's just like they are so obsessed with horror or scary movies that it is basically a game to them. I guess so. Well, I mean, we can argue it, but eh, I'd rather not. You All can, right, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so you'd seen it before, obviously. Yeah, I don't remember when I saw it. I don't think I saw it like when it first came out because I was six. But I, I would assume I saw it maybe when I was 10 or so, and I loved it. I love the Scream. What do you call it when there's Franchise. four? Franchise. Franchise. I'll just go with that. Thank mm-hmm. you. You're welcome. I really, really love this. I mean, Series. The other- Franchise is better. Okay. Um. So, I I mean, the other mo- Scream movies aren't that great, but I still love them all. Good. What about you, Maddie? I had seen this, but it was one of those things I had def. I think I was in university or something. Like, I just missed it. Okay. I missed... <laughs> The time when it came out, like you said, I was six or seven. I guess I would have been seven. Yeah. So I obviously didn't watch it then. And then I just somehow missed it. For someone who loves horror, I don't know how I missed it, but I did. And at some point in university, perhaps, I was like, I'm going to watch the whole Scream franchise because I've never seen them. Yeah. And then I don't think I watched all of them, but I probably watched two or three or whatever. Well, the the last one came out in 2011. So I was in college. So then, you know what I probably did is I bet you the last one was coming out. 
And I probably was like, oh, uh, this is a good opportunity to to watch them or something like that. Yeah. Which is, so I probably watched them about that time. That's what I did with my friends, Justin and Victor. Well, there you go. In college, they all came to my room and we watched all three until like four or five in the morning. And then the next day we went to the theater to see the new one. Oh, that's wonderful. I didn't see any of them in theaters, but I did watch, I don't even know if I watched the fourth. Anyway, doesn't matter. Point is, I watched it and I remember liking it, but also, I mean, I watched it for the first time, like I said, in probably 2011 or 2010, maybe. Yeah. Which is, I mean, it's a pretty bad movie. Like, I liked it. Yeah. No, it's good, but, like, it's the acting is horrendous. Wow. So I just mean, it's a bit... Campy. Campy. Thank you. That's the word. Always (laughs) the word. All the movies we've watched so far have been campy. campy. I'm not saying I I liked it. I just mean I wasn't blown away by it at this point because right. also this is past all the scary movie franchise so yeah. i had seen the jokes about it i had seen it had been like nailed into my head mm-hmm. that oh drew barrymore is in it and gets murdered within five seconds so mm-hmm. i'm not saying it wasn't good i did enjoy it but it just was yeah no i agree like, it wasn't it's not like groundbreaking it's, well i think at the time it was though i know but i mean for me is right. what i'm saying yeah it was not i understand okay so Go right ahead. What should we... Oh, my gosh. Let's freaking talk about the opening scene. Let's talk about it. So, Drew Barrymore is 18, named Cassie. Incredible opening scene. Would you agree? Very good opening scene. Yes. Yes. Thank you. And she is home alone, and the phone rings, and it's someone who's like... It's the wrong number. Hello, Cassie. Well, they don't say her name yet. And she's like, hello? Oh, yeah. And she's like, hi, like, wrong number, whatever. And she hangs up. And then this guy keeps calling back, keeps calling back, keeps calling back. He keeps being like, wait, I want to talk to you. Like, you sound pretty or whatever. What's your favorite scary movie? Yeah. And also, one thing I want to say as a quick side note is they they reference Halloween, the movie. Yeah. God, 65 times. They reference basically every horror movie at least once. But specifically Halloween. Like, they're talking about Jamie Lee Curtis throughout the whole thing. They watch the movie at the end. It's her favorite scary movie. Like, they reference it a lot. And then I realized, oh, my God, that's a great teen horror movie. Why the heck are we not reviewing that? Well, I haven't seen it. So maybe we should switch out our last one and watch Halloween. We might have to because it's... An incredible movie. Is it? Yes. I would incredible. love to watch it. Okay, so we'll, let's cross that bridge later. Okay. And so she, he keeps calling, but and my first note is that when I get a wrong number call, like she keeps going, oh, like you have the wrong number, and hangs yeah. up. Yeah. And he calls back, oh, you, oh, sorry, you still have the wrong number, like, hangs up. She's so cheery. I, the, when I get a wrong number, there's nothing more annoying on this planet. <laughs> I get so irritated. And she's like, oh, hmm. She's so nice and friendly about it. I'm yeah. like, they're like, oh, is is Katie there? I'm like, no, wrong number. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, sorry. And I'm like, they're like, I'm so sorry. Oops. And I'm like, yeah. And I like, hang up. Yeah. I can't do it. I know. I wouldn't be picking up the phone like four or five times in a row. Yeah. And no, I'd be like, get a life. Yeah. <laughs> Learn to dial. So this opening scene, um, yeah, as you mentioned, Drew Barrymore is the main focus of this opening scene, which at the time, I don't know if you know this, but at the time this was really shocking because they marketed the movie with Drew Barrymore as the main mm-hmm. focus of the poster. Mm-hmm. Then like Nev Campbell and some of the other characters like in the background. But Drew Barrymore was like the forefront of the poster. So everyone's like, buying tickets to go see a Drew Barrymore movie, right? Mm-hmm. So when they're watching this opening scene, they're like, okay, well, she's not going to get killed. She's, like, the main character. But Drew Barrymore was the one that was like, oh, I should be in this, but only for, like, the first scene and get murdered. So then the audience is like, okay, anything can happen in this movie. Right. Which I think is cool. Mm-hmm. 
I love that part because yeah, she's a huge star at this point. Huge. Oh yeah, big time. And so this was that was really I remember knowing or hearing that that I mean that was one of the things I knew about the movie what, going into it twenty years after it was out or whatever yeah. that I knew oh yeah the one of the biggest stars ever at the time yeah was murdered immediately yeah. So spoiler alert, she dies right away. Yeah, she's it's a really scary scene. She's home alone in this like farmhouse. Like it's it doesn't look like she has any neighbors. Mm-hmm. And then very rural. Very rural. I hate that word. I, know, I that's hate a hard it. word. It's the worst word. You know what other word I hate? Mm. Edited. <laughs> <laughs> I edited the episode. <laughs> I find it so hard to say. Edited. <laughs> it does sound like you're like something's wrong you're falling asleep at the same time <laughs> edited <laughs> i edited today <laughs> did you edit it today <laughs> i definitely did some editing today it's not it's not as bad when you say editing anyway so drew barrymore's home alone she's making popcorn on the oven watching like a scary movie i think or maybe she's not she has this blonde cute little bob great mom jeans great mom jeans mm-hmm. she does not look like a teenager to me she looks like she's like 26 or something but anyways i bet I, you she probably was she probably was <laughs> so then the person on the phone is like turn on the light on the porch you'll see stevie i'm, uh, I'm sitting there or whatever like <laughs> so she's like she goes and slowly turns on the light to her porch and then her boyfriend is out there with his mouth duct taped and he's strapped to a chair and he's all bloody and she's like ah, Steve! And he's wearing a Letterman jacket. Yeah. Which I re- recognized or um, realized. What am I talking about immediately? I like that. Yeah. Because it's a click thing. <laughs> okay. Shut up! What do you What do you expect me to say to that comment? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> tell me more. Ah! <laughs> Um, okay, what else happens, Maddie, after she sees Stevie? I don't know. She just, like, he teases. <laughs> <laughs> what movie is this? He, you know, he keeps teasing her and is like, you know, do this. Oh, I'm watching you. And whatever. And and eventually. You know what I feel like right now? Oh, I feel like you're Kristen Wiig. You know how Kristen <gasps> Wiig her and Will Ferrell presented at an award show. And they read out the names of the movies. And then they just made up the synopsis. Because oh, yeah, yeah, they yeah. didn't watch them. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel you are right now. You're just like. Well, she died. <laughs> and there was a letterman jacket. <laughs> there was a man and a woman. So, he I mean, he sticks on the phone with her and he keeps saying, you know, I'm going to... Every time she's like, hey, like, goodbye. He's like, I'm going to call you in your friend. Like, he just goes nuts. Oh, yeah. so. The scariest line is when he goes, she's like, what do you want? And he's like, I want to see what your insides look oh, like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty gross. It's pretty disgusting. It's yeah. a gross opening. Yeah. Anyway, so I guess at some point he kills... Her boyfriend, and she witnesses it, right? Well, I, I can't remember. I know, She's I can't looking remember at her either. boyfriend, and then she turns off the light and hides. And Stevie's like screaming, and then I'm pretty sure he gets murdered when the lights are off. I don't really remember. Okay. And then at some point, she dies too. And her par- this part I was so horrified by. She this uh, this was the saddest part of the movie as far as I'm concerned. So I her agree. parents get home. Yeah. From their night out or whatever, and they come in and they're like Cassie, Cassie, and I don't remember if they like see blood or I don't know, but they go, they're looking for her and they go out and she's hanging on a tree. I know. And literally that is one of the most horrifying images. Yeah. I I really didn't like it. Anyway, of, of course the mum like screams and, and that's the opening scene. Yeah. That's how the movie opens. And she's being dragged still holding the portable phone and the parents pick up the phone in the house. So for all those kids right. out there. Back in the day, all the phones were connected to one line, so if you you could 
you could eavesdrop on another person's conversation if they were in another phone in the house. So with that being said, the parents pick up a phone from the kitchen, and while Drew Barrymore is dying and being dragged to her death, she's holding the phone and they can hear her in pain, which I just think would be yeah awful as a parent. Mm-hmm. And then they run out to try and find her, and then she has been put on a tree in the front yard, and she's hanging. I think it's the backyard. Noose. Maybe it's the front yard. I don't know. I don't remember. The well, yard. The backyard had a pool. Oh. I just don't see how she would have been in the front yard because they came in from the front. That's all. It's a very big property they have. That's true. Fair enough. Touche. A touche. So the next day at school, this is where Nev Campbell and I'm not going to even try to remember all of their character names. Right. So we're just going to go by their char- by their actor names. Sorry. Well, Sydney is the main girl. I just, but I won't know. But let's at least just say Sydney. Fine. Sydney is Nev Campbell. Yeah. And then there's Matthew Lillard, there's Jamie Kennedy, there's Rose Rose McGowan. McGowan. They all go to school together, all the teenagers. And they all find out Cassie was murdered and her boyfriend was brutally murdered last night. And everyone just goes, oh no. And I'm like, not only did somebody in your school die, two people died in your school, which is horrifying and incredibly sad, but they were murdered by an escaped felon or whatever. Like he's on the loose. Yeah. And he's clearly after teenagers. I know. And they're all just like sitting on and like, the like, steps oh just being no. like, oh, I liked her. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. And it, it's, I didn't understand, not even these characters, but not one person around them. Even the background, no one's crying. No one's upset. They're all on, oh, let's go to school. And I'm assuming that Nev Campbell and Rose McGowan are somewhat popular. So they're probably like, they were probably friends with her. Because like, yeah. apparently Matthew Lillard dated her for a short period of time. But also, like, like I'm pointed out that you like to make fun of me for he yes. his boy her boyfriend was wearing a letterman jacket implying that he was popular yes so she was popular the who drew barrymore yes well yeah i know i'm just saying are the is the I'm other agreeing. group is the other group popular oh i see <laughs> oh i'm sorry you and this yeah. Leatherman jacket. <laughs> well i don't know if they are though okay. because nev campbell gets really sorry sydney yeah. so sydney's mum had been murdered the year before. It was coming up to her year anniversary yeah. of being murdered, which is a whole secondary thing. Yeah. Because she's being bullied at school for her mom having been murdered. Is she? Yes. Why? Who's saying Remember what? in the bathroom stall? Oh. And they're like, what a dumb bitch that her mom got married. Like, her mom's a whore. Like, I don't... I... This... I just don't. <laughs> this is another thing that bugs me about teen movies. It's such a trope... Like, it's so, it's used too often when characters. Bullying in the bathroom. When characters are, like, screaming back and forth between stalls about something, like, really mean or, like, a secret. And then the person that they're talking about is in this, like, stall next to them. Yeah. Like, have you ever gone to the bathroom in your life with a friend where you were side by side in a stall and you're just screaming, like, I can't believe that bitch and her mom died. And then her boyfriend, like, slept with someone. Like, you're not screaming secrets in a public area yeah it's insane so so she's being bullied at school so i don't know if she's popular because people like literally bully her and also this friend group i don't understand how any of them are friends like all they do is like say hor- they're all like oh S- sydney your mom died last year oh, her like, boyfriend get over it billy billy wants to sleep with nev campbell so badly and then when she's kind of like not sure he's just like is this about your mom? I mean, it's been a year. <laughs> <laughs> like, but also, it 
has not because <laughs> at the last night they say it's been a year like it's yeah. officially been the year so it's it's they're approaching her mother's anniversary of yeah. one year of I being know. murdered and they're like come on sydney get a grip <laughs> <I know. laughs> it's, like, no sense. it's insane so not only do they think that it's insane that she is not over this yet her yeah. mother yeah being murdered brutally in front of her that she discovered her i'm pretty sure yeah it's horrible but they also are like bullying her about it it's insane i know her own boyfriend he was like at the beginning of our relationship we were all hot and heavy and now since your mom died <laughs> your mom was murdered and you found her body you hardly want to touch me <laughs> <laughs> and she was her body was raped and you don't want to have sex with me it's like it's just it's insane it's so insane i don't know if we were ever supposed to like billy at any point but I hate him. They're every single character in this movie, every one of the teenagers, except for Drew Barrymore and Nev Campbell's characters, though I still didn't like them that much, I hate it. Her best friend is supposed to be, but even her best friend's like, oh, is this about your mom? I know. Like, she died a year ago. I know. And her best friend's saying, yeah, I don't think that the guy that is currently in jail for the murder. I don't yeah, I don't think he did it. I think the killer's still out there. Yeah. But that's just like I don't know. You could be right, but I just think he might be still out there. <laughs> so insane. Okay. It's if you Okay. If first of all, first of all, not to bring this down a notch, but when I was in high school somebody died. Uh-huh. And there were actually two instances where somebody was actually um murdered. And yeah, we don't need to get into it, but okay. they were, they were murdered and it was, I did not know the person and it was like, I cried Yeah. for like, I, and I was scared. Yeah. And there was a, um, not a child psychologist, just someone there, like a, grief, a counselor. grief counselor. Thank you. Yeah. To come and be there for us. Yeah. We had the same thing. This, but this is, there's been multiple people being murdered and they're just like, aren't you over your mom's death yet? It's just, I it's know. so insane. It's so insane. All of it. Every part of it. The teachers aren't doing anything about it. Henry Winkler is in this, by the way. Yeah. We didn't even talk about that. That was insane. I have three or four friends, not to keep this dark or, you know, sad or whatever, but I have three friends who have lost parents, like at a young, young age. And first of all, we don't talk about it that often. But second of all, they are very emotionally affected by it on the anniversary. And I'm sure other days well, if yes. somebody were to be like, of course, aren't you over it yet? No, of course. But I'm saying especially yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. The, the, on the day. And so it's like these friends and this boyfriend, they're horrible. It's like the one year anniversary is coming up and they're like, oh, Sydney, yeah. get a grip. And the thing is not not that it becomes any easier, but OK, if it was maybe a 10 year anniversary, I'm not saying <laughs> it would get any easier, but well, yeah, exactly. it's literally been not even a year. <laughs> I just can't. Everything I dated someone for like eight months. It took me two years to get over <laughs> him. Okay. <laughs> Maybe even longer. Am I even over it yet? I don't even know. <laughs> no, you are either. <laughs> it's 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 just so. Anyway, I I've said the word insane a lot already this episode, but. Well, I wanted to ask you. I think we've already asked you this in one of the episodes, but at the like after the opening scene, um, it's we're with Sydney in her room and she's like brushing her hair. Like, her hair's always in a scrunchie, by the way, which I love. 1996 scrunchie. She does have a really nice lower face. I think Nev Campbell's really good looking. I do think she's pretty, but I noticed in this specifically, like, that she has a nice mouth and jawline. And the reason I bring that up with the scrunchie <laughs> is because it is accentuated by the Betty <laughs> ponytail that you she has. You love mouths. I really, <laughs> I really do. 
So anyways, her boyfriend Billy crawls through the window and he's like, hey, baby, I want to like do it. And anyways, I was wondering, had you ever uh, in your life snuck into a room or snuck out of a room? Literally never once. Has anyone snuck into your room? No, none of that. So I've, every house, we we moved around a lot, always in the same neighborhood. Yeah. And every single house I've ever lived in was um, a bungalow. So it's got like a main floor in the basement. Yeah. Not that that really makes a difference, but when I I think of someone sneaking in a window, I imagine them like on a roof and like, like climbing up a tree or something. Like Dawson's Creek. Yeah. So... A, that's the first thing. It'd be kind of weird if somebody, I mean, I guess it would be just as weird if they climbed in the second floor. But anyway, we didn't have a house really fit for that. Also, I was a goody two shoes. And if somebody was coming over, I just said, hey, somebody's coming over and they went to the front door. Right. And vice versa. If I was going to someone's house, I went, hey, I'm coming over. Knock, knock, knock. (laughs) It didn't. We never snuck anyone in or out. My only experience is my friend in grade eight. She was grounded. And I knew she was going through, like, a pretty rough time. And so me and my friend Christy decided that we were going to sneak into her house while she was grounded. So we went through the back. We we snuck through the back of her house and then went in through a window. Mm -hmm. And her parents were just, like, upstairs. But, like, we just, like, spent the entire day just, like, watching movies (laughs) and, like, (laughs) eating junk food and, like, playing video games and then her parents just like whatever every so often just be like are you what are you doing down there and she'd be like nothing and then we would just like they didn't notice and then we left at like (laughs) seven (laughs) o'clock that's really good that's great yeah it was kind of i i'm very nostalgic for those times me too i mean i didn't do it but the the thought of maybe doing it (laughs) you're nostalgic (laughs) for the thought of potentially doing it i mean if you want i can sneak into one of your your windows in the basement yeah maybe sometime when i move out you can come in visit me and sneak in through like a window just to fulfill oh i thought you meant like i thought you meant when you move out from here i can sneak into here no and i was like why is your ghost gonna still be here i don't understand but i get it now so uh, something i want to bring up very desperately nev campbell aka sydney her uh now she starts getting these phone calls right and it's like, hello, I'm in your house or whatever. She's always like, <gasps> yeah, she's very dramatic. Every I mean, time. I would be dramatic, but I wouldn't be going. <gasps> <laughs> and uh, she's, I guess her. Oh, so her boyfriend sneaks in and she thinks, you know, they, they she had called the police and they kind of catch him at the same time. And he sneaks in and they think it's him, but they, it's not. And so he gets arrested for like the night. Right. Or put in jail for the night or whatever. Yeah. And she goes and stays at her friend's house because her dad's away. Right. And her mom's dead, as everyone remembers. Right. So she goes to stay at her friend's house, Rose McGowan's house. And let me just remind you, her phone, the reason she's staying at her friend's house is because her phone was ringing over and over and over again about, the, you know, this guy, yeah. the, the murderer. He gets in. Right. Chases her. She yeah. escapes. And then her boyfriend shows up. So they think it might have been him because, yeah. you know. You never see Clark Kent and Superman in the same room sort of thing. Yeah. So anyway, they arrest him. She goes to her friend's house. Again, let me remind you. The reason she's there is because the phone kept ringing. Okay. So she's at her friend's house and the phone rings. Yeah. And the mom answers it. The friend's mom. And she goes, Sydney, the phone's for you. She goes, who is it? And she goes, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't fucking ask. She's there because... There's a someone stalking her over the phone, and the mother, the dumb ass mom, just goes, "Who's supposed to be now protecting this child yeah. who has taken it upon herself? Like, oh, please come stay with us. Like, you can, we'll yeah. keep you safe." The f- the very first thing, the phone <laughs> rings. Who is it? I don't know. Here you go. <laughs> and of course, it's the 
fucking murderer. Hello, Sydney. He's like, hi, Sydney. I know you're at Rose McGowan's house. <laughs> and and the mom is like, boop. And she's off playing piano oh, in her corner. Dumb she's idiot. watching her fucking Young and Restless or whatever. <laughs> the mom's not with it. The mom, she's not. She's quite all, honestly deserves to be she gave She gave birth to Dewey. And Rose McGowan's character. <laughs> they've got a lot of issues. And she also... So that's the other thing. That's the other thing. So Dewey is played by David Arquette. Yeah. He is a cop or a sh- whatever. Some sort of... He's a sheriff of some kind. A, yeah. Well, he's, I won't say sheriff. But yeah, he's like he's a... He's a lower end cop. Yeah. He's just begun his career. Yeah. No one takes him seriously. But he's still in the law enforcement industry. Yeah. <laughs> and this dumbass mother is still like... No point just across her mind. This is strange. That some stranger is calling my house for Sydney. Yeah. Point one. Why Point wouldn't two, you say, yeah, hold on. Uh, can I just ask who it is, please? Yeah. yeah, that's it. That's all you need to do That's there, all you need to do. Mom. But also have a thought and go, wait a second. Who would be calling her here? At this hour. At this hour. After she was just, she was just chased by a murderer in her own home after him phone calling. Yeah. <laughs> after him phone calling. <laughs> I don't know why I'm speaking like that. And let's say it's her dad. Let's say it's the dad. He's heard and yeah. he's calling to check on her. Yeah. And he knows he's at Rose McGowan's house. So you, what you do is when he calls, if it's the dad, he goes, how is she? How is she? Then you know, it's the dad. Yeah. This person just went, presumably went, hi, can I talk to Sydney? And she went, yep. hand in a fucking phone. Oh, my Atlanta. This is why I go back to my previous um, point. In another episode where I'm like, scary movies were so much better before cell phones. When, like, you didn't have... Oh, by the way, I read a fact that caller ID became, like, a huge thing after this movie. Because everyone was scared to answer the phone. I mean, I I get it. But also, when caller ID, it's not going to say murderer. Yeah, but it'll say, like, unknown. Um, Yeah. Can we do um, a back and forth of who can say, hello, Sydney the best in the creepiest voice? Okay. No, no. (laughs) <laughs> hello hello <laughs> hello no i can't hello sydney that was pretty good that was very w- well done okay mine's this hello sydney <laughs> <laughs> if someone if i answered the phone right now and someone said hello carly i would be like get your arse over here you sound like a treat <laughs> hello carly <laughs> what are you wearing that's what you have to do I'm wearing track pants and a hoodie. <laughs> what are you wearing? <laughs> oh, God. All right. All righty. Um, yeah, so you mentioned Henry Winkler. Henry Winkler. Henry Winkler. Can I tell you a story about Henry Winkler? Have you met him? Well, that's part of the story. Okay. So my mama and I went to New York and... You met Henry Winkler. No, listen to okay. the story. <laughs> my mother and I went to New York mm-hmm. and just a mama dama. I mean... <laughs> Mama Donna? <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> That's where I was going. <laughs> Mom and daughter trip? <laughs> oh, good Lord. You'd think we'd be Mama, good at this by now. Mama Dama. <laughs> <laughs> it was a Mama Dama trip. And <laughs> we were walking. Um, we were, uh, I mean, I love just, I don't need to talk to the celebrity. I could give a crap, but I like seeing them walking on the street. Yeah. It just makes me happy to like see someone of some notoriety walking down the street yeah. like a normal person. But I was not seeing that and it was upsetting me. And as we're crossing a street, Mom and I are like talking and chatting. And we're like literally on the crosswalk going one way. And 
we both did the like double turn sort yeah. of thing at the exact same time and then we both faced like looked at each other and we were like was that henry winkler <laughs> and it was at the same time yeah we wow. both did the exact same like i would have loved to have seen what somebody else saw because we just did the in sync yeah. double look and then we both went and looked at each other <laughs> then you so did you meet him no he walked by us okay well that's so cool on new york on new york <laughs> do you need to take your medication <laughs> <laughs> holy Christ! that's a cool story i don't really like him that much i mean i'm not he's in a feud with he's been in a long time feud with tom hanks yeah and that's I'm not a about new, that that's a new discovery isn't it and i love tom hanks i know who doesn't i also heard Nobody. henry winkler on this like round table hollywood reporter round table and he just seemed very everyone around the round table was obsessed with talking to jim carrey because hello it's jim carrey He's awesome. And so Henry Winkler, if you watch it, he seems like he's like annoyed that Jim Carrey is getting all the attention because he feels like he's more like important. Yeah. That's what I gathered from it. And I was like, come on, Jim Carrey. It's Jim Carrey. I do love Jim Carrey. It's Jim. And Tom Hanks. I know. So if Henry has a problem with either of those people, I have a problem with you, Henry. That's what I'm saying. Let's start a new feud. The Teenage Dirtbags podcast versus Henry Winkler. I love it. Okay. Dirtbags versus Winkly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's that being said, I'd love to have him at a party. I'd love to have him listen. Henry, give us a call. I mean, if that being said, if I ever met him, you sure <laughs> bet your ass I would suck up to him like no other and that I would praise him for everything he's done. You were great in Scream. <laughs> your best work yet. <laughs> it was actually so bad. Then when he got killed, he kept he kept looking in mirrors and being frightened by his own face. He's not alone. <laughs> <laughs> Your face was precious. I can't wait to edit this. It, okay, this is a question I have: Is prank calling still a thing? It can't be, can it? It's I not mean, even possible. Yeah, it is. You can just call a random number. They're not going to have oh. your name in their phone. <laughs> but if you have caller ID on your phone, like if you. If I have it on my thing, when I call somebody, it says Maddie Zeku calling. Oh, you can change that to be, say, like, block number or whatever. Yeah, I guess but the so. Thing is, I no don't one, care. But the thing is, no one picks up the phone when it says right. unknown number. Like, I don't. I certainly do I not. I send it to freaking voicemail. <laughs> I used to love prank calling, though. It was really fun times. I used... I can't even tell this story on there. <sighs> can't you tell something about prank calling? I have a good one. Okay. Would you like to go first? It's not really prank calling, though. Okay, what is it? Just a prank, but it's it's calling without the phone. <laughs> okay. When I was younger, like I was young, really young, six or seven. Yeah. I was. I'm not really sure why I thought this way, but I was 100% convinced that if I went in a low voice, I sounded exactly like my father. Okay. And if I went in a high voice, I sounded exactly like my mother. Yeah. However, my voice, as it is, sounds exactly like my mom. But anyway. That's true. So I would go down. In our in in our house, where my dad would be downstairs watching TV, and I'd go down, and I'd go, "Amen, dinner's ready," and he would play along and be like, "Janie, is that you?" And, you know, <laughs> some shit. And then I'd go upstairs and be like, "Janie, I'm shit." And they, but God bless my parents. Like that's what I did to entertain myself. And they would they would go, "Oh, Amen, yeah, okay, great." And I'd be like, "Okay, great, love you." And I, <laughs> The life of an only child. 
<laughs> I wonder. Oh man, I just uh, they must have thought. Oh god, our child is broke. <laughs> I would do it all the time. That's really funny. Like all the time. Anyway, go ahead. That's not really calling, but uh, I mean, it's funny. Okay. So I'm glad you told it. Um, <laughs> my friend Jordan and I. I don't know if you've ever met my friend Jordan, but he, um, he and I would prank call people in Mrs. Doubtfire's voice. Okay. <laughs> so we would be like, <laughs> so we'd be like, hello, we'd be like. Oh dear. <laughs> Jordan has a really good Mr. Doubtfire. And everything they said would be like, very good, dear. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of it. I got prank called a few times in my life. But the one thing that was the funniest is remember when like when we were like teenagers, there was like this website you could go to and you could type in a number, okay? So I would type in my mom's number, like our home number, mm-hmm. and it w- and you click it, like you click call, and there's a whole selection of things where you can yeah. like what you want the thing to say. Yeah, yeah. And so it'd be in so- a character's voice or yeah. something. <laughs> and my mom, bless, bless my mom's heart, but she is so gullible. <laughs> so we would, <laughs> I would get my brother Kevin. I'd be like, Kevin, come here, come listen. We'd sit in my room and listen as my mom is being called by this prank thing. And it records it too. <laughs> and it's like this guy that's just like, Wendy, Wendy, there's a storm coming. There's a storm coming. There's an ice storm coming. It's like, lock your windows. There's a storm coming. Mom would be like, what? (laughs) There's a storm coming. Tell everybody there's a storm coming. Make sure all your windows are locked and whatever. (laughs) Like, she would always be like, who is this? What storm? (laughs) That's good. precious. Um, Back to the movie. How do you feel about this 90s greasy hairstyle that the boys have? Where it's like the hair's greased, but they have that one piece that hangs yeah. on their forehead. It's kind of like Jack and Titanic. Like, it's very, like, greasy and wet looking. I don't like the greasy wet look. I do like the solitude bang. Yeah. And I love the middle part over banged, like, swoopy thing that they've got. It's very yes. Sean from Boy Meets World. It's very Matt Camden. From Seventh Heaven. I never watched Seventh Heaven, so I'm unsure of what you speak of. That's is a that mistake. the guy who played? Is that guy played by that guy? Uh, Barry Watson. That's it. Yeah, I would like to binge watch Seventh Heaven with you someday. Uh, I don't need to. No, it's like good drama. It's like people are addicted to drugs. Really? And they're having sex, and they're like, and the pastor's all like trying to like. Or is the drama like? Did you get in a fight at school today, Debbie? There's actually a hilarious episode where the mom drives by the school and she sees Simon, her son. He's like in grade eight. <laughs> she sees him in a circle with his friends and he like does like a thing, a motion like he's about to do rock, paper, scissors. But instead of doing like rock, paper, or scissors, he gives the finger <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> the music's like dun, dun, dun and like zooms in on oh. her face and she's like, ah! <laughs> and the whole episode's about how he gave the finger. <laughs> Okay, I'm not watching that. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. It's so good. No, thank you. Okay, back to this movie. Uh, what movie? Um, I believe it's called uh, yeah. Nightmare Before. <laughs> Did you not hear my joke? What'd you say? <laughs> I said, what movie? And then you said, I believe it's called, I said, Yell. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> You're such a dork. I believe it's called uh, Yelling. <laughs> So th- I wrote down this quote that Billy says, because um, Billy's trying to compare his situation with 
her uh, with um Sydney about <laughs> her mom. Oh being yes, dead. and he's like, this is what he said because his parents are. He's like, well, my parents are divorced. Like I know what it's like. She's like, and then Sydney goes, your parents are split up. They aren't lying in a coffin somewhere. <laughs> I was like, good for you because yeah. that's the, I, the fact that she even looks at him again is insane to me because when he says that. Like, I understand the urge or want to relate to somebody in a hard situation. I understand yeah. that. And I, I agree with that. I think you, if if that's something that they need and they want to be related to, great. Wrong move, though, in this situation. You don't go, well, I, you just say, oh, yeah, no, I, I you know, I can't imagine, you know, that sucks or yeah. whatever. You don't go, well, my parents are divorced, so I know what it feels like. I can see my mom at any moment. If I. She's still living ever witnessed someone talking to a friend of mine who had a parent who has passed away and them trying to relate to them in some way by going oh i understand what you're going through because my parents got divorced i would honestly be like you are the most ignorant dumb shit i've ever met it's so inconsiderate so that is so rude that is so rude (laughs) that is so rude Um, I put video store heart because there's uh, one of the characters, Jamie Kennedy, works at a video store, I believe. He does. And I just love scenes in a video store. I just miss video stores. Me too. They were my number one favorite place to go mm-hmm. when my dad would say, tonight we can rent a movie. You might as well have told me. Literally, that- you just saying it, like, made me perk up. I know. I know. It was honestly like, I cannot believe how excited I am to go to the store, peel off the little sticker from the shelf. We had a video <gasps> store where, like, the thing peels off the, the Velcro. Velcro! Yeah. Oh, my God! <laughs> we did that, I too! Know. It was so great. There was this video store near... So, I grew up in, near this area at where we are right now, but also a bunch of my friends lived down the street. And there was a video store called Rent-A-Flick, and it yeah. was in the plaza nearby. Yeah. And it was... they. I, I, it was run by this little family, and they... We went in all the time. Like... Yeah. All the time, constantly, yeah. even if we were renting a movie, just to go in and look at what was there. Yeah, totally. And they knew us because I guess when you rented it, to they had to give your phone number because yeah. of yeah. renting yeah. fees or whatever. Yeah. And every time they would come in and they'd go, oh, 416391. Like they would, they would really? just know our numbers wow. because we were in, uh, not all of us, but two or three of us, they would just refer to us as our numbers and they knew yeah. it perfectly the whole family the dad the mom the kids everything yeah and it was a tiny little store and i remember when they were going out of business i remember so it was so sad and he was like the dad was like so upset i would love to see this family now and like i hope they're doing well yeah. and they had a, a box of free movie posters and they oh, were like i giving, forgot about that movie yeah. posters that would be in like a bin that they didn't need anymore yeah i have some of those oh. some of the ones i have from that are bubble boy and drop dead gorgeous. Oh, mm-hmm. two classics. Mm-hmm. I think the the best. What do you think? Besides the opening scene, I think the best death is the garage door. Yes, I agree. Rose McGowan is in a garage. I don't even remember. I truly don't remember. But she was in the garage, and uh, she's tr- the guy. The killer is there. Yes. And she's trying to escape through like a doggy door yeah. in the garage. Yeah. In the garage door, yeah. rather, and. It, it starts going up. Yeah. And it crushes her. Yeah. I don't actually think you would die, though. There's a lot of issues with this. Because yeah. the first thing is that if you... I don't care how light you are. If you're in the doggy door and you're an adult or yeah. almost adult, it's not going to hold you. Right. 
the door will not just like easily first of all the dog door part will break yeah or the garage door will break or it won't lift up because let's just say she's even just 100 pounds yeah it's not just gonna lift up right as easily yeah anyway and then all all it does is she like hits the roof yeah and is Im- instantly dead yeah. upon impact. <laughs> yeah. Upon impact, which is pretty slow impact. Slow impact and would, I mean, I'm not saying she would go home unscathed. Maybe she'd have a bruise on yeah. her ribs. Yeah. But it's immediate like, boop, dumb, dead. And she's got yeah. crossbones in her eyes and she's gone. Yeah. Like, I know. It's really not that reali- realistic. But, but it is a good death. But I've seen this movie probably ten times. And this is the only time where I thought, oh, that's unrealistic the other times i was like holy shit that's such a terrible way to die you know what i'm saying sure so it's just like it's a good death despite it being unrealistic sure yes i agree all right so the they go to a party and so i don't know if you realize this but the party is the second half of the movie it takes up the entire second half yeah which i didn't realize until i read it in the trivia it was scene 118 and it took so long to film, like over 20 days to film the party scene, oh God. that everyone made t-shirts on set that said, I survived scene 118. <laughs> it took so long. That's but cool. um, basically, uh, she finds out who the killer is. Do you want to take it away? Is that really in the, s- in the party? When that yeah, happens? it all happens at the party, all of this stuff. Oh, well, I do want to say one thing. So before we get to, there was one thing I, w- I noticed. So uh, in the party, or at the party rather, they're watching Halloween. Okay. Jamie Lee Curtis, Michael Myers. And Jamie Kennedy is the guy who works in the video store and he's showing everyone this movie and they're all like, How can you watch this? It's so bloody and he he's like, We're citing off the rules of horror movies and yeah. stuff. Anyway, at some point or another everybody leaves and it's just him watching this movie. Yeah. And the killer is behind him in the mask. Yes. In real life. Well, yes. in the movie life right, rather. Yeah. Uh and he's also watching Halloween. Yeah. And in the movie, in the Halloween movie, Jamie Lee Curtis is being chased by Michael Myers and is about to be murdered. And he's going, Jamie, Jamie, turn around, turn around. Meanwhile, the killer's behind him. Yeah. And I'm watching this and I'm like, his name is Jamie. Right. And I thought that was really cool. That's all. I just thought that was a good little. That is cool. Trivia thing. Yeah, Yeah. I do like that. Because his character's name isn't jamie no but he's like going Randy. jamie jamie turn around and the murderer's behind him like approaching approaching and he should be yeah. turning around yeah. so I- if you didn't know that was jamie kennedy you'd be like oh what an idiot like he's turning around but yeah. then it's like wait he's saying his own name yeah that's funny <laughs> that's all i like it i like it um so yeah the party and i mean yeah so like rose mcgowan dies i think someone else dies i can't remember who they um Nev Campbell finally has sex with uh, Billy, but they explain, because uh, Jamie Kennedy's character is so obsessed with horror movies that he explains there's certain rules to horror movies, and that if you have sex in a horror movie, you're going to die. Correct. So after they have sex, um, Billy gets stabbed. However, and he poten- he supposedly dies, however, we find out moments later that it was just cornstarch with red dye, mm-hmm. and that... Billy and Matthew Lillard's character, I think Stu might be his name, they have been the killers all along. So the twist is that, well, there's two twists. The first one is it's their friends. They're the friends that are the killers. And also there's not just one killer. There's two. There's two. And the friends. And it's, um, I mean, look, unfortunately for you, Carly. Yeah. Jacqueline Smale. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately for me, I have been... I love true crime. I have now mentioned this in the past two episodes. 
I mention this all the time, how yeah. much I love true crime. Yeah. But specifically in the past three weeks, I have been listening to exclusively true crime podcasts. Yeah. Other than our own, of course. And so it's just been really embedded in me. And I'm sitting here watching this and I'm like, they're, these are such unrealistic murderers. Like I'm sitting there and being like, they would never talk to each other like this. <laughs> and I'm sitting, sitting, I mean, I know it's not supposed to be realistic, but I'm watching them. Cause so Matthew Lillard and Chris Cooper or whatever his name is in real life. What? Skeet Billy, Ulrich? Billy, Skeet Ulrich. Why did Chris I say Chris Cooper? Cooper? Oh, that's his name in the other one. Craft? The Craft. His name is Chris Cooper. Okay. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Point is, is the two of them are like arguing over what, some dumb shit and they're like kind of killing each other at the same time because they're trying yeah. to show, they're trying to make it look like, so they had the dad locked up in a closet or something and they're trying to make it look like he went crazy on the anniversary of his wife's death yeah, right. and killed everyone around. And then, so they're stabbing each other right. to, to show that, but they're not going to die. They don't want to die. They're just, you know, yeah. doing, um, making it look like they were and Billy harmed. goes too deep. And they start arguing over it. And it's just like, oh my God, it's the most insane thing. They, like, they're two children. Yeah. Arguing over a piece of pie. Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. So then um Courtney Cox's character flies through and saves the day, I think. She does she shoot someone? I don't even know. No, no, I think um she I think it's David Arquette does it. She gets knocked out and then it's Nev Campbell that shoot Billy in the head. Right. So Courtney Cox, we didn't even really talk about her, but she plays a, a reporter. Yeah, and this is the movie where her and David Arquette fell in love and they got married and they we're together until 2013. Was it really that long? Yeah, they were together a long, long time. And Good they're still time. friends to this day. I hope so. Because I know them well. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's call and them the, right now. Oh, the other interesting fact is that Nev Campbell and Matthew Lillard dated. That's interesting. Oh. And that's kind of it. I, I yeah. love this movie. I think it's funny. I think it's has scary moments. It it's is a really fun, campy movie. Like yeah. I will always enjoy watching it. Yeah. It's enjoyable to watch. If you haven't seen it, get a life. Walk yourself to hell, I would <laughs> like to say. Walk yourself straight to hell. <laughs> Who's your weekly crush? Oh, wait, what do you rate this movie? I rate this movie. You know what? It's so fun. It's so campy. Like I said, I enjoyed watching it. And I probably always will. I'm going to say 8.5 out of 10. I'm going to agree. 8.5. You fucking copycat. I know. Get a life. <laughs> Hello, Sydney. Hello, Sydney. I want you to look what your insides look like <laughs> <laughs> oh god what's your weekly crush mm. who okay or um, what? i'm gonna say i watch a documentary that i really love which i've told you to watch um you have. it's called i'm going to break your heart it is a really really good documentary based around the marriage of rain matta and chantelle kervyazic they are two canadian icons from our lady peace and Chantal Kirby. <laughs> um, and it's it's a documentary about them trying to make an album together while at the same time their marriage is a little bit rocky. This, the scenes where they're getting pissed at each other are like uncomfortable to watch because they're so real. Dang. Yeah, I know. You did. You told me and Mike to watch it and we will. We just haven't done it yet. So basically I have a crush on the movie. Okay. I'll take it. Yeah. I, as a side note, this is not my weekly crush, but Rain Maida is so amazing. And when I was in high school, there was nothing I liked more than a good Our Lady Peace song. Oh, I saw Our Lady Peace in concert like two years ago, and it was honestly so much fun. Yeah. My weekly crush is this app that I got, and I would love to say that they're sponsoring us, but they just aren't. 
and uh, I wish they would. I'm obsessed with it, and it makes me so happy. And the reason it makes me so happy is because I get to watch all of the unlimited, unlimited reality TV in my life. It's called Hey You. And I have watched so many Real Housewives in the past week. Who's your favorite housewife? My favorite housewife is Bethany. But that's she's from New York. And Frankel. I, yeah. And I haven't been watching that one. <laughs> I've been watching uh, the Beverly Hills one. And that one is so fun to watch, especially after we just came back from L.A. Yeah. Because these people are so delusional. All the housewives are delusional. All from every city. Yeah. They're all delusional because well, they're all rich and insane. Yeah. The Beverly Hills ones are so delusional because yeah. they are incredibly rich yeah. and they live in Beverly Hills. So it's like they one of them threw her four year old a birthday party yeah. and she spent fifty thousand dollars. And it's the four year old didn't even want to come down from her room. Aww. So she just had the party by herself Aww. with her own friends. It was I feel bad for the four year old. Yeah. Oh my god, it was so good. Anyway, so I'm just like obsessed with the real housewives right now and with everything reality and I'm sorry, don't at me. That's a thing the kids say now. <laughs> don't at me. I don't care what you have to say. I love it. No, I mean, you're not alone. Thank you. I think most people love it. I truthfully never really watched it. I'm sure I would love it. Anytime you want. I love reality TV. Me too. All right. Well, I can't wait to watch Sabrina, and we will see you guys next week. Thank you to my brothers for the theme song, Eric and Kevin. And you can find us on uh, Instagram at Teenage Dirt Bakes Podcast with a Z, and that's also our Patreon account. And we will see you on another Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> Ta-ta! Bye-bye! Hello? Who is this? Bye-bye.